Hey, this is Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Living Redefined Podcast. This is a place where we discuss modern day topics and attack them with biblical truths. The goal that we have is just to make daily decisions based on morality and integrity. I want to help you move forward in your faith, and I hope that today helps you do that. Enjoy the message. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to Living Redefined. Uh, Pretty anxious to jump into today's topic, Believe to Build, talking block one. How we build on our beliefs, what's our belief rooted in, where are we when it comes to that, starting the discussion on how to build on our beliefs this week. And so let's jump right in. I think that the one thing that we can do if we're going to uh, build on any type of belief, we have to start with thanks. There has to be thanksgiving in our heart, right? Being thankful for the people in our lives, Lord, especially, especially God, right? God who sent His Son Jesus to redeem us so then we can walk in freedom, uh, righteousness, uh, holiness, all the things that He calls us. And so I felt pressed to lean into this just a little bit today. And so just want to encourage you to be thankful for the people who are around you because thankfulness for the people um, in your circle, uh, in your house, creates fellowship. And so gratitude always builds deeper relationship between you and other people and between you and God. And so if you want to get close to somebody, express gratitude, right? So just be be thankful. One of the greatest uh, ways that we can do this uh, is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, Give thanks in everything, for this is the will of God for you. The Bible doesn't tell us to thank God for everything. We're told to thank God in everything. That means in every season, regardless of who's trying to distract you or drag you down or stab you in the back or um, treat you a certain way or say say you know, X, Y, and Z about you. Um, there's more for you. And, and when we thank God in everything, in every season, every season means there's an opportunity to learn, right? To get a little bit better. And that's what we're doing today. We're gathering to get a little bit better. And so um, if you have your Bibles or your notebooks, depending on what you're doing, if you're driving right now, I don't know where you're at, but man, we're going to open James 1, 2, and 3. And here's what it says. Count it all joy whenever you face trials of every kind knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Now, that starts with your personal values. It's really, you know, perspective is the things that you choose to choose to take and form your opinion with, right? And so how do you look at a negative circumstance and find joy and believe that it benefits you? And if you look at first, um, if you look first at James 1, 2, and 3 like this, it's going to top secret information. You know, James says, count it all joy when you face trials of every kind, knowing that knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Here's what it really says. Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God is the man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted. For when he has passed that test or overcome that trial or pressed through that perseverance and then he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And so then to do that, you have to have some, you have to be standing on some pretty solid ground, right? And so over the past few weeks, we've cast some vision, we've set the foundation, we've prepared our hearts. And so now we really want to step into kind of this next season over the next few weeks and and really determine what we value. Because every time that you make a decision, you're showing what you value. And so then you must clarify your values. What are your values? Your values are the guide uh, to your day. They're kind of what lead lead the way for you, right? It's really when, when the bullets are flying and everything is going bad, what do you cling to? What do you stand on? What do you absolutely have to have? 
you know, when you're in your sweet spot, you wouldn't say that there's a lot happening. Your values aren't being violated when you feel like life is hunky-dory. Everything is going your way because everything that you value is being approved or, or is not being threatened. Now, when your values are threatened or in action, it makes you respond a different way. You're, you feel threatened, right? And the reality is, is, is we feel threatened because we're not clinging to what God gave us to cling to. We're clinging to what man has or what culture or what our best friend said. And so how do you act when your values are being threatened? Do you control? Are you a do-it-myself person? And, and, and in reality, that takes less faith in God and more faith in yourself. And so when you feel threatened, your reaction is a result of your values. And, and, and when you feel threatened and your values are violated, that's when you react and you're like, hey, enough is enough, right? And so value is more than something that you like, right? It's not you know, you can name several things that you like to see happen. Like I like when my kids close the microwave door and they hit clear so I know what time it is, but that's not a value, you know. Um, I like when my car's cleaned. That's not really a value. It's more than that. And so Heather's values are, are pretty simple. Heather values honesty and hospitality, integrity, and communication. Now where we align is I value honesty too. That's our number one value, uh, both individually and as a couple. I value honor. I love respect, but that's what every man wants is respect. And what, everybody, what every woman wants is, is hospitality. She can call it hospitality, but it's really hidden love, right? Quality and initiative. So Heather is honor. Sorry, Heather is honesty, hospitality, integrity, communication. Those are her four values. She has to have those. She has to have those if she's going to move forward in a relationship or in anything. I have to have honesty, honor, quality, and initiative. And so in our home, how we've merged our values to create our way, the Otis way. So it's not Heather's way or my way. It's the Otis way. The Otis way is honesty, honor, and hospitality. And we believe those take ownership. And so then those are also the values of the church that we lead and, and, and what we're teaching uh, and leading through our online ministry and, and everything that we're doing. And so, you know, we have a friend who constantly says your values are the rules of your road. And so then if that's the case, where did you learn those values? Did you learn them from your mom or your dad, friends, coaches, teammates? Like, where did you learn what you cling to? Where did they come from? Not just who, but where? Are they tradition? Are they habit? Um, is that of pessimism? Is that of optimism? Like, where did they come from? And then what are they rooted in? What are they rooted in? Are you unsure what they're rooted in? Are they just an idea? Is it a book that you read, a self-help book? They're all great, right? Is it a quote? Are they rooted in the Bible? You can see uh, one person's values. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight Judas for just a second. This is Matthew 26, 14 and 15. This is one of the 12. Judas went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me to portray him to you, to portray Jesus? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver to him. You know, in this moment, the Judas has been with Jesus. He stood with him. He's learned from him. He's followed him. And Judas doesn't value a single thing that Jesus has taught him. He values 30 pieces of silver more. His value is money. It's not integrity. And you see where Judas's values led him to, right? It wasn't very good. It wasn't a good outcome. And so if you're taking notes, um, your values determine three things. They determine your stress, your success, and your salvation. Now, what do I mean by that? It's because that's going to be super like, oh, well, that's, those are great. Those are three great S words, but what does that really mean? Well, unclear values. When your values are unclear, 
that creates confusion and even you're lost. When your values are conflicting, that creates tension. And it's not necessarily all, all that bad, but they're conflicting. So then you can't go back and forth on a value. It's either, it either is or it isn't, right? A fake value or a false value is going to create deception. Deception. And then a wrong value is going to create dysfunction. And this is where a lot of us live. We live in dysfunction in our relationships and, and in our jobs and at our house because we're valuing the wrong thing. Judas valued the wrong thing. Unclear values create confusion. There's gray. That's uncertainty. Conflicting values create tension. They're the key to arguments and fights. False values create deception. That's That means they're fake. You're living a lie. And, you know, I'm just being this way because they like me when I'm like this. That's That's a false value. And then what happens is you end up marrying a person and they believe that your false value is real. You can't keep up with that for too long until it actually, the light gets shined on it, right? And so then wrong values are what create dysfunction and they're built on wants. It's a physical desire. And in the reality, when we built on um, our flesh and what we want as, as opposed to what we need, um, that leads to frustration and ruin, right? And in reality of all this, Lasting success is built on lasting values. And so once you identify where you learned them, you need to prove them out. Okay. Now, what's that mean? It means, do you believe in them? Or are they a just cause, right? I've had so many great conversations with our, with our team here, and I'm trying to get them to whittle down to figure out what, what do you value? What, what do you cling to? And we've had pages upon pages of values and and to go, and, and you might go through this process too, because it's going to be your action step today is to start start defining your values. And you might have three pages of notes. Well, if you do, just just pick five words and put all those words into five funnels. Maybe it's eight funnels. And then take those eight and make them four. Make them three. Make them, you can have as many values as you want, but you're not going to remember or cling to or stick to 37 things, right? And so... Remember, just cause values lead to deception, dysfunction, confusion, and frustration. And God doesn't want you to live there. God's not the author of confusion or deception or dysfunction or frustration. That's where the enemy is. And so then God wants you to live in peace, right? And so once you've proved uh, your values, you need to ask yourself this. Who's going to be my authority in this, in these? Where am I going to get my values from? You know, right now... Media determines a lot of our values, especially the generation coming behind us. And the truth is the source of your values determines the quality of your life. So then when I say who is your source, is that is that the media? Is that your coworkers? Is that your friends? Is that God? Is it rooted in truth, scripture, or the Bible? You know, Jeremiah seventeen nine says, The human mind is more deceitful than anything else. Who can understand it? Your mind lies to you. We misjudge more wrong than we do right. It's our perception because we only pull in what we think we need to know. You know, on on speaking on values, Proverbs 16, 25 stood out to me bigger than anything. And here's what it says. It says, there is a road that seems right for a man to travel, but in the end, it's the road to death. And I'm not sure about you, but it seems, doesn't seem like there's any stability in that. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there's not. There's no stability in seems right and so the road that seems right to travel i don't want to be a part of that road i want to be on the right road right and the reality is media is always going to change and so if you look at uh first john 
chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, it says this. If you want to know what God sees in the media, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life does not come from the Father, but from the world. And what this is saying is what the world values, God does not. Looking good, feelings, salary, sex, status, the materialistic things, what we have to show. And the reality in all this is we confuse self-worth with net worth. But the root of net worth is really found in self-esteem. Now, you don't necessarily find net worth in the Bible and you can't find anything about self-esteem in the Bible either because both are something that man created. And we created them so we could chase them. But in reality, the definition of self-esteem is giving somebody else the authority to tell you who you are, either verbally or by comparison or by keeping up. But the definition of self-worth is believing who God says you are. And I've got a list of scriptures I can give to you, but I'm just going to give you four examples. God says you're gifted in First Peter. He says that you're chosen in Ephesians 1. He says that you are prepared in Ephesians 2. He says that you're an example in in First Timothy 4. And what I hope that you get out of this is, this, you know, we're talking about values, but so many times our values are caught up in our valuables. And so one thing I want you to know is your values and your valuables aren't connected. But the other thing is your value is not connected to your valuables either. It's connected to God. And so then your value should be connected to God too. And what you have and what you value isn't connected to how you feel. It needs to be rooted in the Bible. And so you want to decrease your stress and you, and you want to increase your success. And you want to solidify your salvation. Remember, your values determine your stress, your success, and your salvation. So if you want to decrease your stress, increase your success, and solidify your salvation, your beliefs, then you're going to want to eliminate confusion and tension and deception and dysfunction in your life. And you know that God's not the author of any of those. So then you want to build your belief on the Bible, build on the truth. And it's God who is the Word. And he tells us in John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so then this week, this week, your actions, your action step is simple. Identify who is the source of your values. Who's the source of my values? And remember, you're going to have to decide, is it going to be the media? Is it going to be the world? Is it going to be culture? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be God? Where? Who is your source? And the second thing, like we talked about, start to identify your values. What are you going to build your life on? What have you already built your life on? If you have, and you have a set of values, you need to revisit them. You need to remind yourself of what they are. You need to be reminded, right? And then you need to reevaluate them. And if you're starting to identify your values this week, you just need to reference Colossians chapter 3. It's going to help you out. It's in the New Testament, and it's really good. And so if you'll do that, if you'll, one, identify who the source of your values is, and then two, start to identify your values. And you're going to find some things that you can cling to and you'll have the rules for your road, how you're going to live, what you're going to build on. And I think you'll find a lot of success in that. So, Father, I love you. Thanks for the opportunity to share today. Thank you, Lord, so much for um, your plan for people that we can actually gather in cars and, and houses. And just the technology today is incredible. Thank you for the gift of technology that I can sit here in my house and record this and um, help people go, Lord. 
help your listeners go. And so I thank you for it. I thank you for helping people to take this and use it in a tangible way, Lord, to plant it in their hearts and help them to move forward to be better because they took the time to listen. Thanks for letting me be a part. I love you. And I thank you for an awesome day. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, this podcast is speaking to you. I just ask you to share it. Send it on to somebody else. Paul says, what do me if I don't? And so send it on. Uh, you can like, subscribe, share, all those things. I would greatly appreciate that. It means more than you know. And then make sure that you join me next week as we continue to build on these beliefs and connect your beliefs to your personal values. It's going to be really good. Now, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. I pray the perception of your mind may be enlightened this week so that you would notice the hope of His calling and His purpose for you and the great things that He has in store for you. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. See you. Thank you so much for joining me today. A huge thanks to those of you who support our ministry. You make what we get to do in Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, and Colorado possible with those weekly outreaches to our hospital heroes and public service men and women. It's a big deal to get to do that and to support the people who are caring for our communities. And so go ahead and click the link in the description to become a partner, or you can visit livefreetofind.com and click the giving link. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to like and subscribe or share it with a friend. Thanks again for being here today. God bless you.